Welcome to TV Times 3, episode 364. On this episode, we've got a bunch of cancellation renewal news since we haven't recorded in a couple weeks. So there's been a whole bunch of stuff, although some of it just dropped today as we were about to record. So there will be that. And then we'll be discussing the series premiere of Imaginary Mary, along with the second episode uh, the fourth season premiere of iZombie, the fifth season premiere of Prison Break, and the third season finale of Shit's Creek, and then also recent episodes of Superstore and Trial and Error. Plus, we've got some TV recommendations at the end. You can find the full show notes with start times for each segment at tvtimes3.com slash 364. Or you can just look in whatever app you're looking at, and in the notes section there should have all the show notes there as well. I'm Jason the TV Holic from TVholic.com, and this week I've got joining me Kyle Nolan from NoReruns.net. And Ray. And Ray. Of the internet? Yeah. Of the internet. Sorta. These days I'm not even much of the internet. <laughs> of the Orlando contingent of the internet? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, we were doing Listener Month. Well, we were attempted to do Listener Month. And wasn't working out so well until the month was already upon us. So we skipped a week and then got this week. And then two of you, Marco, Suki, you wrote in. So we'll see if we can get that to uh, work out here in the uh, the next week or so. But trying to keep it listener-wise, as I told Kyle, since he was one of the first listeners that became a guest, it still sort of fits. On a technicality. <laughs> Well, it's the, uh, what do you call it, the jump back in time listener as guest. Uh, it's the retro retro listener guest segment. So that's that's what's happening with, uh, with Listener Month. It's turned into Listener Week. <laughs> but, you know, sometimes things run their course, so maybe this has. But uh, with that, we'll move into the news. As I mentioned, a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, ABC has canceled time after time after five episodes. I mean, technically, I guess they haven't officially canceled it, but, you know, when they pull something <laughs> after a handful of episodes and have no plans to air it even on, like, a Saturday night or some other How place. will we ever find out if HG gets back to... <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> I guess just have to go watch the uh, the 1970s movie. Or read the book. What's this reading that you yes. see? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but at any rate, that's gone. Uh, next up, uh, Amazon uh, has picked up uh, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel uh, for two seasons. Uh, that's the uh, latest and greatest from uh, Amy Sherman Palladino. Well, greatest is still to be determined. Yeah. <laughs> 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 It was good enough that uh, people that have watched it so far seem to like it. And Please. It was good enough that her name was attached yeah. to it. Yes. <laughs> Nothing to do with anything else. Uh, it, got the, uh, it got the two-season pickup, but you know that'll be like 20 episodes, so we'll see what happens there. AMC has renewed Humans for a third season, which somehow I completely and totally missed until I saw it on uh, Kyle's supplemental list of things that I had missed. I completely missed the second season. I need to go yeah, back well, and watch. I haven't. Yeah, I haven't watched the second season yet either. I 
it piled up on the DVR and then got cut to make room for stuff because sooner, somewhat, sometime soon, it'll be out on Amazon Prime uh, along with the first season. So I'm pretty sure. So I'll just watch it then. Amory will be disappointed that AT&T Audience Network announced that the upcoming third season of Kingdom will be its last. So there's that. I mean, huh. the next time she goes and visits somebody that has AT&T U-verse or DirecTV, you know, what will she watch? She'll, sure, she'll find something on that <laughs> list first. <laughs> CBS has renewed Criminal Minds for a 13th season. Uh, so that still leaves... Beyond Borders? <laughs> yeah, it still leaves Beyond Borders, Elementary... Great Indoors. Odd, great Indoors and Odd Couple as the uh, outstanding shows from CBS that... Uh, not that they're outstanding shows, just that they're <laughs> left outstanding from the rest of their shows as whether they will be picked up for more seasons or not. Uh, Disney XD has renewed Lego Star Wars for a second season. Oh, wait, I skipped something because uh, this just was announced today, I guess. As we were about to record, we saw it. Uh, CMT has renewed Nashville for a sixth season. Even without what's her name? I don't know. It seems like if you took all the time to pick it up, if it did anything for you that uh, to continue on with that would be something to do. Uh, then the uh, then the Lego Star Wars for a second season over on Disney XD. And then FXX has canceled Man Seeking Woman after three seasons. I, I really enjoyed that show, but I think it the third season felt like it could have been an ending, so I'm I'm fine with it. It was a solid three seasons. Did he find a woman? He did. Okay, and, good. Yep. Did they... Just checking. Did they... Uh, I believe... Was it, was it one of those uh, where the, the story ended where it began and uh, he ended up with the troll? No, he actually ended up <laughs> with, with a much better choice. <laughs> yes, throwing out my man-seeking woman knowledge right there. From the one episode, yeah, from, from the yeah, from the two episodes, I think I watched the second one too. Then uh, Hulu has announced that the upcoming sixth season of the Mindy Project will be its last. So yeah, at least another twenty-something episodes, probably, of the Mindy Project. I lost track of that once it moved to Hulu. Like, I wish they kept airing it on Fox. <laughs> and then. IFC has renewed uh, their new comedy, Brockmire, for a second season, uh, right after the premiere of the first season. So I think that got some, uh, I think that got some decent reviews or whatever. I didn't get a chance to see it, although I yeah. like I like Hank Azaria and Amanda Peet, so it might be worth checking out. Is that your reaction, Ray? Yep. <laughs> I have no idea what it is. I'm sorry. It's like a sports announcer or something. It's it's no Gargamel, but yeah. uh, I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, okay. yeah Hank Azaria. I, I don't know what either of this. You <laughs> played Gargamel in the live-action Smurfs movie. Oh. The first two. Yeah, Hank Azaria plays like a sports announcer that like had a breakdown or like went off on a rant that got him fired like during a broadcast, and now he's moved to like a small town with a – you know, uh, a minor league baseball team where he's trying to get back into a sports announcing. And I think my original reaction stands. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it must be good. They got a second season right right away. So, yeah. Well, who knows what 
is considered good on you know <laughs> I think it was actually renewed even before it aired. Yeah. I think actually oh. they may just want to be in the Hank Azaria Amanda Pete business. Or yeah, well I think it's also anything IFC TV wise or whatever, if it gets some sort of critical praise or something from like initial reviews or like that's almost enough to be like, oh well we'll do some more of this. I see. Then uh ITV slash uh, PV PVS PBS uh, has canceled uh, Home Fires after two seasons. Uh, not that PBS is really canceling a lot of stuff, just that uh, yeah. <laughs> ITV has canceled it, so PBS is not going to be able to run it. Apparently, they'll continue it in book form, but like I said, who, who read books? Yeah. Besides Ivy. Yeah. Who reads books? What? <laughs> oh, that's right. You read books. I forgot about that. Yeah. As is witnessed by the, the, the comparison between my list and your list of TV shows. <laughs> Yes, if this was if this was uh what uh fiction books times 3, uh, Ray might have a longer list of uh I might have one <laughs> of things to talk about. That makes me sad, Kyle. I'm sorry that we've gotten you completely off track, but that does make me sad, FYI. Sad that Kyle doesn't read? Yes. I'm sad for his mind, not really, but I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> We each have our own thing. That's right. And mine is sitting and watching books be turned into TV shows and movies. <laughs> and these days, the old I'll wait for the movie is so much more true than anything else. Like, these days, you don't even have to wait that long. Or by the time you've heard about the book, it may have already be a TV show that you haven't heard about yet. So, <laughs> so many things. Uh, next up, a Netflix has renewed Santa Clarita Diet for a second season, and then also a series of unfortunate events for a third. It was just like a month ago that they that they announced that they were, I think, or something like that, that they right? had picked it yeah. up for a second season. So I guess they they must really like the the direction or whatever and want to keep going with it. So so there's going to be at least two more seasons of that. Or they like being in the Neil Patrick Harris business. <laughs> yeah, that, that could be it as well. And then lastly on the list, uh, USA Network has renewed Colony for a third season and Falling Water for a second season. That last one is shocking. Like, I don't know anyone that <laughs> like was that. really watching that. And that was so long ago. Yeah. And there was nothing really about it. Most people that did watch it were like, huh? Uh, but yeah, so... I guess the uh, rebooted sort of colony must have done uh, relatively well for USA Network for them to be going to a third season. And then, yeah, we're going to get more Falling Water. I never even actually ended up checking out Falling Water, but... I watched in I, I watched a, another episode or two or something like that, and I was just like, no, nah, I, I can't... This is not as clear as the... As the creator thinks, it, or you know, the showrunner thinks it is, as to uh, uh, his thing in the press room that uh, we're not trying to fool you. And I was like, "Are you sure?" Because <laughs> uh, I have no idea what's happening. So there is the uh, giant list of news from the last uh, couple of weeks, which just shows you how much. It's just a small example of how much TV is that. That many things have been either canceled or or renewed or picked up. Or, that's not even all. There's other things that have been picked up uh, to series 
only mentioned the Amazon one because they picked it up for two, so it's sort of like they renewed it already. <laughs> so yeah, overall, all of those things, I want to watch Humans, the second season, so I'll probably watch the third season. I want to check out The Marvelous uh, Mrs. Maisel. Uh, Kingdom is a show that I, in the abstract, I'm interested in checking out because it sounds kind of good, but it's just an- another thing out there that... Uh, another 26 episodes you don't have time for. Yeah, I'm interested in Brockmire, uh, at least checking out the pilot, and then Santa the Korea Diet. I mean, I like the cast of that and stuff, and it sounds like it could be, could it's be so funny. Good. But, uh, yeah, check that one. Uh, but yeah, so, so there's some things on there that... Uh, how have you not watched that yet? How have I not watched Santa Clarita Diet? Yeah. A, a full DVR, and that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. always available to watch. <laughs> yeah, that's always available to watch, and the DVR is, is always full. So much so that I've lost stuff like I'm now missing an episode of The Flash uh, that I can't... Uh, you're not missing anything. That I can't get to right now, because... Now you're going to have to wait till eight days after the season ends and then catch up. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking about, because it's not that <laughs> far away. Uh, and besides, then I could just delete the other six episodes and stop recording the other ones, and it would save so much space. So yeah, things like that have been happening. It it, it gets right up there, and then... Although I had the weird thing happen on my DVR, where all of a sudden, like, after... The you know the Xfinity thing reboots with the you know downloads the latest whatever each night and you know updates the guide and all that type of stuff and came home from work and popped up the DVR and it said there were 268 recordings or something like that or no 237 recordings I think it was uh, and you know it's only really space for well it depends on. I mean, if they were half-hour shows, you could probably record, you know, 180-something uh, things or whatever. But, you know, not so not so much with the hour-long stuff. And it had just added uh, to my list of uh, saved shows just all kinds of things that I had recorded and long ago watched back in the fall. And it took forever to go through and delete them. But it even added stuff to, you know, like I had, you know, it wasn't good enough to have done things like actually add back an episode of something that I missed. I was missing. <laughs> like it didn't give me that back that uh, episode of The Flash from a, a while ago, but it gave me you know, like episode three and four of The Flash from this season, which is not useful. So that was a fun little uh, thing. Not as uh, devastating as Kyle's DVR was. Ah, uh, yeah. I don't know. It's it's not breathing anymore. I uh, I have to call up uh, the company and find out how to get it replaced. Wasn't that the replacement for the other one? Yes, it, <laughs> that died. Yes, yeah. it was a brand new, two months old, already fifty percent full. At least now I'm quitting a lot of shows that. <laughs> yes, <is> a forced <laughs> quit. Yeah, it's not worth trying to catch up anymore. Uh, All right. So with that sad news, uh, we'll jump into the primetime segment and fittingly start with Imaginary Mary. Season one, episode one, uh, the pilot, and then episode two, the mom seal. Well, we'll start with you, Ray. (laughs) (laughs) With the... the... Uh, look, <laughs> I don't hate this show. I just don't find it very funny or interesting. Yeah, it's yeah. 
Maybe I, if I had kids. I don't know. I I don't know. Maybe, but I think the normally I don't listen to uh, other reviews of things or read other reviews of of shows before I watch them. But I ended up hearing uh, Dan Feinberg talk about this on a podcast because uh, I didn't actually have any plans of watching this until it was like, oh, we could talk about it on. <laughs> <laughs> on the podcast since it did it was something new that premiered here. So it's my fault for putting it on the list <laughs> recently <laughs> so it was something that we had all or at least two of us had watched and i was like well i could watch an episode or or so of it and see uh but basically the idea that the imaginary mary character is useless like you can take that character out of the show and it doesn't really change it much like you could still see you could still see this being a show of a woman being thrust into this new situation where she'd never thought about having kids or whatever and now she's potentially could end up being like a stepmom to three you know and uh that's that's a good premise for a comedy if it they were better at uh being funny within it but when you name the show Imaginary Mary, and that then that's the and that's the character that is least needed. And she's also hardly even in it. Like she shows up maybe like a couple minutes per episode, and she's not well, like yeah. And it's also weird because when you see the flashback, like when as a girl she created the Imaginary Mary character. You know, this character was supposed to help her. You know, like deal with her parents splitting up and you know, help her get through life or whatever. And then as she moves into her teen years, she, you know, that fades away and goes away. And now because she's in this new stressful, you know, situation, the imaginary character comes back, but it's not even helpful in the least. Like, it's not. It's, and so even in that, like, you keep hearing this imaginary character say that she's here to like help. And all it does is create even more problems. Uh, and it just that, you know, it, it doesn't, it doesn't work. Like all that stuff isn't, uh, isn't I mean, funny. I found Mary funny when she's on the screen, but she doesn't really <laughs> fit into the show. The only like, thing I found funny regarding that was, was when she was singing the, uh, duet, <laughs> with and that she wasn't really there and then like. you see what everybody else is seeing <laughs> and they're just like wow this lady is really drunk <laughs> uh, but I also felt like when that first episode ends with them as like this whole group like singing you're like that's a little soon like let's have the kids get into the bar. Yeah, well, <laughs> like, and then the and then the the next episode starts, and it's like completely you know back again. Like there's there's no you know I don't know. It was it was like it it's like it went too fast, and then it like completely rewound into the second episode, and the uh, the teen boy, you know, the guy's son is unbelievably annoying. It looks like he's stuck in a windstorm all the time, too. I can't stand his hair. And it, and uh, always banging on tables and things <laughs> for whatever reason. Like, that's that's his thing. I don't... 
I don't know. The the daughter, the middle daughter, remind she reminds me of a young like Eli's daughter on um, the Good Wife or or that. Like every time, yeah. that's what, all I could think of whenever she was on the screen. The the one thing I also didn't understand is how did they meet? Because like he's like in her office, but he's like a contractor, not a sports person. So it made no sense why he would even be there for like an appointment with her. Well, it just was, seemed I odd. think he was giving supposedly giving some sort of a, a presentation for I don't know if they needed to have like their offices remodeled or something. Kyle, I think you're overthinking it. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It just it it I mean, uh while the I wanted the to teen, like it. The Teen Sun is is blandy. The show was kind of blandy <laughs> even with the you know, even with the imaginary Mary character yeah, and it it did seem like if you just pop that out, that a lot of the things that she does, she could still be doing, but she doesn't need to be like seeing some fake character to to do them. Yeah, uh, you know, like she could still like try and pump herself up with the song in the car. She doesn't have to have a you know imaginary character next to her to sing with, or or something. Uh, you know, I really like Jenna Elfman. I mean, she's good. Yeah, I like her, and it's from the guy that does the Goldbergs, which yeah. I really enjoy. But and, I, and so, yeah, to me, it just seemed like it. It does seem like there. It does seem like there's a comedy there that could, you know, that could kind of work if you just took out the title character, <laughs> and it was just this, you know, this new blended family, you know, type of uh, thing. You know, that's we're imagining what it's like if Mary wasn't <laughs> yeah, there. <laughs> Pretty much, but not for a third episode. <laughs> I already watched two more than I planned on. I'll probably stick with it till it gets canceled. <laughs> I'm done with it. See, Kyle, that's why you can't. That's why that DVR keeps filling up with stuff. Is your... But it's only a half hour. I can easily watch. That. Yeah, I know. But you gotta <laughs> cut to twenty half hours. Added you, gotta, to ice you gotta, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta learn to cut bait here sooner in the process. And, uh, all right. It's funny that Jason is the one saying that to you. <laughs> the guy that watched, uh, like, with that, whatever that teen drama that, on that, Family. <laughs> the that, vampire that show. Watched, that watched almost every episode of Secret Life of the American Teenager. That's what it was, yes. <laughs> but that was the funniest show on TV. I mean, it wasn't supposed to be, but it was hilarious. But no, recently, I've been cutting, uh, Things have been getting cut off left and right, just because there's too many things. And that is also back to the reason why I haven't watched Santa Clarita Diet, even though it could be a pretty quick watch since it is only half hour episodes or whatever. But we'll move on to something uh, that is, well, from what I hear, is actually good. Schitt's Creek, Season 3, Episode 13, Grad Night. Uh, Get another show you're not watching. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I haven't watched any of this, uh, but keep being told by various people that I should. Uh, But we'll start with uh, you this time, Kyle. What did you think about the season finale that uh, apparently Amory thought was perfect? I thought it, yeah, I thought it was really good. I I don't think it, like, it didn't feel necessarily like a season finale, but I mean, it did, 
it was nice how you saw just how far these parents have have come over the three seasons because like originally like well it starts off with them completely forgetting their own son's birthday which is very typical for them but like you see them they actually like learn their lesson and and try to uh try to make up for what they forgot to like uh like the daughter at first doesn't want them to come to her graduation but you can tell she really does and so like i was surprised that like Moira showed up with her singing group in order to uh be there for her daughter which seemed something that would never would have happened way back when the show like first started so it was good to see that change and like they did do a good job of like bringing together a couple of the relationships uh with the with the two kids setting that up for the next season where they're both now like in a relationship so i was happy about that but yeah I, i've enjoyed the show I, I i don't find it as funny as like amory does but i do do enjoy it every time i watch it sacrilege <laughs> 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 I'm just teasing. I mean, I do love it, and I find it hilarious, but I can see how others maybe wouldn't, I guess, maybe. <laughs> um, I loved this. I mean, I would agree that it didn't necessarily feel like a season finale, but I feel like the show, I'm not sure any of their episodes ever feel <laughs> like a season opener or a season finale, which I kind of like. Um Except that in that what you're talking about there where we see kind of the things all come together in this episode where um, the stuff with um, – oh, my God. Why can't I remember the – Patrick event? and David? The, no, not Patrick and David, though that, of course, yes. The doctor um, and Alexa. The doctor. Um, his name is what I couldn't remember. I was going to call him Mutt, and that's the other Ted? Guy. Is it Ted? Maybe. Apologies. I do love this show. <laughs> He's just the vet in my mind. <laughs> um, that like after a lot of back and forth there where we finally see something happening, um, which you could kind of tell it was going there. But um, I legit cried when the singers, <laughs> well, I could, I saw it coming when she said, we have a very special something for you. And then when they started singing, I was like, oh, she actually came. So it was very touching. Anyway, I loved it a lot. And yes, the Patrick and David thing. First, I love him inviting. I mean, I don't even know why you would invite her. <laughs> I love Patrick those two together. <laughs> I do love those two together. Um, and I loved her like, if there's something personal in this bag, <laughs> I'm leaving because this is a date. <laughs> um. And I loved his, like, disappointment when he first comes back, but then he, like, tries to <laughs> to get himself back on track. Like, no, it's fine. It's fine. Um, so I loved all of that. And I thought it was great, too, that we find out, like, this is really his first time That's going that right. way, I guess, yeah. and initiating it. So it does explain some of the confusion David was reading anyway and the not being sure either way because I think maybe Patrick was also projecting that some. Um but I kind of love where everything stands right now. Yeah, I I agree. I I, I also did really enjoy the just how awful that restaurant is, where she's like, "Oh, I, I scraped off most of the freezer burn off the mozzarella sticks," and like she gives Stevie a hard time trying to yeah, walk out. They don't with travel them. well. <laughs> like they already are bad from the from the kitchen to the table. 
Ugh. Gross me out. <laughs> Thinking about it. All right. What's next? Next is I Zombie, season four, episode one. Heaven just got a little bit smoother. And Ray, how is it that you're not watching this? Yeah, I was. <laughs> so ironically, I watched this episode, but I'm not watching this. <laughs> I don't understand why you mean, how is it I'm not watching it? It still has the same problem that I have had with it all along. A, a little less so now, but it still kind of has it. Although I may tune in to watch next week's episode just because of the setup there. Sorry, just based on the previews. So what is the problem you have with it again? That she basically, like... <sighs> It's, it's less noticeable now. She does seem to keep her personality from brain to brain. So I guess they've kind of made it more just how she acts instead of who she is from brain to brain. Yeah. Like in the very beginning of the show, like she seemed to be a different – I mean she didn't just seem to be. She was basically a different person every week. So it made it hard for me to get kind of into her character, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I think they I think they do a better job of like uh I don't know, you, you take on they take on some of the knowledge and some of the personality of whatever brain uh they've eaten but they still they do more with like them coming down off a of brain so like like the the effects of it start to lessen so you see like they're what they are when they're not right fully you know having just <laughs> I mean, just fully ingested uh, someone. Wow, that sounded weird. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. It, even with that, the episodes are so fun, though, and all the stuff that uh, that goes on. But all right. So, Kyle, you are uh, watching High Zombie. What did you think about? Uh, I was a little disappointed in the premiere. Like, what I, I didn't see, I, I thought it was missing that fun. Like, the fun of, like, the crazy brain that they have, and then they start acting weird. Like, they're still on, like, this military brain, so it's been a little more serious, like, with them trying to figure out what's going on and what um, that new owner of the company, what her plan is with this, like, zombie, not apocalypse, but... uh <laughs> like takeover of of the their own little island or whatever. Yeah, the fantastic um, company of Fillmore Graves. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. <laughs> um but yeah, so I was a little like I did I don't usually watch the previews, but I did see the preview for next week and that looks so much more fun than than like this week's was. So I'm I'm looking forward to yeah, the well, next yeah. episode. Well I think where they ended they couldn't just pick up in this episode and just be like oh hey here's a you know here's another uh, murder of the week we're going to solve or whatever they you know they they spent some time for us getting to know this uh this new zombie group uh and for clive coming to terms with what he now knows they also set something up there to hook him personally into what's going on which you know sets up like is there now you know is there somebody who who else is out there or who is out there killing zombies or or what have you and then you have the one what is the what is the one stupid no the one idiot guy that works for uh Blaine or Donnie the, yeah he he finds Blaine's dad and and defrosts him 
And so I see. I didn't even know who that was. I was trying to figure out who that was, and he was defrosting. I didn't realize that was. God, even was... I knew that, Kyle. <laughs> like, <laughs> he was covered in frost. I couldn't see the face. Uh, I'm teasing like... you. I could. I figured it out later, but it took me a while. Uh, after watching the next show on our list, uh, did you? <laughs> Well, see, that's what I, I, did, I, I, where I you're like, like, why, like, why is teabag frozen? <laughs> no, see, that's what I said. I I was like, that looks like, that looks like, like teabag when I was watching it. I was like, but it, was he on this show before? I don't remember him being on this show. And so I, I just, uh, I didn't know who he was. Yeah. We've seen a few episodes with, hit, with Blaine dealing with his dad. And, uh, they also set up that it looks like that the, the memory thing is a real thing. Uh, that, uh. Did they though? Do you still think he could be? Fa- I never. It never even occurred to me that he was just faking it. I don't know. Like, there's, there's been, I don't know. There seems to be, if he is faking it, he's doing a really good job. But then also, there seems to be times where, why would you be faking it here, you know, type of thing? Or if nobody's watching, why fake yeah. it? <laughs> yeah, but Rob Thomas does that on other shows. So, yeah. I mean, it's possible, but it seemed like with. I don't know. It did seem like with the with the Ravi, uh, you know, actually trying to figure out how to make the cure not do that or whatever, that that seemed like it made it seem like it was uh, a real thing or otherwise he's like researching something that's not not actually a thing. Uh, So I don't know. But, you know, that it set up that as to be another person on the side that caused problems. I like having the, uh, the uh, the you know the group, <laughs> the group of five that is like okay. So no more secrets. <laughs> this is, it's like well we keep the secret from everybody else, but between us, <laughs> it's no more, uh, no more secrets. Uh, so yeah, I think there was, you know, it, it had a little bit more serious tone because of, like I said, the the storyline with the, you know, the zombie kid and his family. Uh, that get killed and and that connection to Clive and then you know seeing some of that type of stuff that uh, you know probably wouldn't you know that in general the population probably wouldn't be too keen on <laughs> on learning that there was uh, zombies in their midst. I don't know why, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I did <laughs> I did like them continuing to tell her like uh, you need to uh, you know tan and die. <laughs> <laughs> you, we're, she's like, we're trying to keep a secret here. Some of the things that bother me in the episode were, it's like, yeah, I could see, you know, Major coming home to uh, the house being trashed or whatever and Chaos Killer being written on it based on what had been, you know, what had been released. But then after after what happens at the, you know, the Max Rager party and the cover-up of that and what, and what gets out, that that people still, like, in general, would I guess they were trying to show that like a story about him got like was really small compared to like the bigger story, and maybe people wouldn't see it. Uh, but if you really thought somebody was a killer, would you taunt them by writing that on their cup when they order a cup of coffee? <laughs> but was she was she a normal person or was she like one of the zombies just going back to work? And I I don't know who one of his victims. It it wasn't one of I don't think it was somebody that. I don't recall that being a person that that he knew or, or anything, or at least not knew, other than had gone to that coffee shop maybe before or something. Uh, but it just it was those types of things. Like, 
Like when you, you get he gets that look and you just want to go, look, it's right here. He's holding the bear <laughs> right here. Not me. I helped take down the, you know, even though it was him. The story now is that it was the guy at Max Rager was, the, you know, the person doing it. And so uh, and so it'd be just like, uh, not me. You know, it just uh, it was just one of those. Uh, it was just one of those things that just seemed weird. Although it, it, it helps to push uh, Major to, you know, join up uh, with the uh, Fillmore and start working for Fillmore Graves uh, as, uh, I don't know, a trainee in, their, uh, in their, uh, their military wing or whatever, since he was uh, doing the calisthenics and whatnot with, the, with them at their compound. But I think it worked to set up, you know, the new reality of the show where things are going and they can get back to, Oh, that that's it. They also set up the, the CDC person, the, uh, Ravi's old boss as somebody that'll potentially be looking into. She's a new person. They have to hide everything. Yeah, from. Another person looking over their shoulder after, uh, you know, coming to see, you know, what the deal is with this and, uh, and then finding bits of brain in the, in the stomach and a body that looks like it's been dead for a little while. So yeah, they they set up they they spent a lot of time like resetting the the playing field for the new, you know, like the new normal. Uh and I think they'll they'll move into having, you know, more of those fun episodes within that. I mean, the whole idea of, of major being on a 15-year-old teen girl brain. I can't wait. <laughs> next, that was awesome. <laughs> next week looks like the type of fun that this show can have. So there's that with the eye zombie and move on to the next show on the list, which is prison break, uh, season five, episode one. I don't know. O G G A or O G G A. I don't know how you pronounce that. Uh, but the uh, season premiere, Michael, uh, not, not having died seven years ago. And now, uh, stuck claiming in a, he's not Michael. Yeah. Stuck in a, a prison in, uh, in Yemen. That is, uh, for the worst of the worst, and uh, and seemed uh, and seemed design wise, I don't know, a lot like the one that they were stuck in in South America. Are you saying they reused <laughs> some set that uh, they used the last? Time? I, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't know that that would still be around or anything. But uh, but yeah, that was. Uh, raised Is up. anyone calling him Snart? <laughs> <laughs> No, but if there's not uh if there's not some sort of a cold or warm reference <laughs> at some point in time uh during the uh during the series the I'll be I'll be di- I'll, di- I'll I'll be disappointed. But yeah, so that's back. And uh, what do you think Kyle of uh their sort of I, I didn't know sort what to of expect. explanation? <laughs> oh, see, I thought really... that was great. I thought that was great. Like, I loved how quick and fast everything moved, like hand waving all over the place. I don't need <laughs> long, super like T-Bag got out of prison. There's no reason you could give me that would explain why someone like him would be let out of prison. So I'm glad you just said, hey, he got out of prison. He was a model citizen or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, that, that works. <laughs> you know, that's, some, that's something on high or something like that. I think I think what's I think what sort of worked is that the sort of ongoing story is like, what exactly is going on here? What, you know, what's happened. And instead they, 
they set it up instead of telling you what it was. Some of that hand waving was just setting up that there's something there's something big and nefarious out there that is, uh, and that Michael is knowingly right in the middle of and has added some new tattoos uh, for <laughs> for whatever he's working on and is some uh, for some reason and at some point in time you'll get some you know maybe some explanations as to why he disappeared and and what he's been doing and how he survived and, and, his yeah, deadly disease. <laughs> why is he trying to get somebody out? You know, wh- wh- who's he trying to get out of this prison and why? And, you know, who are the people that are trying to kill them all? Why are they trying to, you know, what, it, what is it that they, they know or whatever that, uh, they want you know, them and, dead. and, uh, you know, how has this all worked out to, uh, you know, get somebody like T-Bag out of, uh, out of jail and stuff like that. And so I, I, they left it as we can kind of explain this along the way. They didn't just try and drop like uh, like some some speech or something like that yes. in the middle of it to try and explain it. I think they actually did a pretty good job of using it as to create the sort of mystery of the, what is it, nine episodes or something? Yeah, I think it's only nine episodes. But yeah, I mean, I, I really like like the pace. Like, there's no logical reason why all of a sudden Sucre will show up and like all these other things. Like, I like how they just brought there's all these characters. Also, in. no reason why a hotel a hotel door doesn't automatically close when some when, <laughs> when oh when the people walk into his room and try to well no Sucre just yeah, walks into his Sucre room Sucre just walks into his room because the because the door doesn't shut when the you know the guy that brought him is dry cleaning. <laughs> to the, to it's room. also amazing. He just happened to save that jacket out of the uh, out of the uh, grave, like, and then well, he, like, saved he, would think he thought that there was he 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 knew that Michael had to have left him something, and that there was something in the. But why would you have a dry cleaned? You could have washed away like any <laughs> any clues that Michael left for you on there. Uh, well, yeah, I suppose. But then looking at it after it was cleaned, he he saw the name on the suit, which. Uh, came in handy later so and like when they get attacked like uh when they get attacked in that in that um like garage or whatever it is then they beat the crap out of the two guys and then you know no like he's supposed to be this really pacifist guy he's like oh thanks to the american prison system like (laughs) that explains all why they can beat up all these people like they've been in many a prison fight before so (laughs) that's all you need to know i liked how it didn't waste time I liked how it didn't waste time, like, explaining where everyone was all this time. They just, like, quickly bring you up to speed. Yeah, dropped and, like, in, I like, hope yeah, they... who's doing what? And it just happened uh, that he had uh, uh, had picked up, you know, Arabic and <laughs> things. Uh, yeah. It just, that, so that would help for uh, where they needed to go. And then, and then they do reintroduce Sucre, but also leave it as, I'm going to need you later, pal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bookmark this character. So we're gonna come back to him when we need you. We'll uh, we'll definitely call you and uh, get you get you back in here. And uh, uh, but yeah, it was <laughs> there was there was uh, some stuff, but I think it's set up enough interesting stuff and enough things that you know a little mystery and like you know what is what is Michael mixed up in? You know uh, that all of a sudden he needed to. 
get the help of his old gang, you know, type of thing. Well, he obviously had been, like, he set up this, he, he had been planning this. But yeah, this has been planning for a while because it was buried in the suit, you know. Yeah, it was buried in the suit, and then he also set up the the stuff with, um, with uh, what's his name, uh, T-Bag and his computer. He put, he set up the whole, I assume it's him who set up the whole, uh, like, hand thing. Yeah, they're probably going to need it for something. Yeah, or some, yeah, whatever the... Or whatever the 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 benefactor is that has that could get somebody like uh, you know a tea bag out of jail or whatever, uh, but then also uh, because you know at some point that hand's going to come in handy with something. That they need no to pun do intended. But... <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah. So yeah, that's I don't know. It was it was fun enough. It was fun to see the you know the the characters you know sort of coming back together. Uh, and given that it's a short run, I think there there won't be any, or there shouldn't be too much, you know, superfluous stuff happening. You know, in, yeah, it's not in, like way back in the first season or whatever when you're trying to carry on a prison break for 22 episodes. Well, and... well even that even that worked. It was once they got out and tried to create multiple episodes of new types of things, uh, you know, to uh, to to fill it out, you know. Because, I mean, ultimately, it wasn't really ever meant to go longer than, like, uh, you know, potentially getting his brother out. Uh, but, you know, that's how things go. It, yep. People like You get so, some ratings. <laughs> you get some ratings. Stretch and, it out. And they're like, okay, you need to. Okay, now they're out. <laughs> we need you to come up with a season two idea now. All right. So that's, uh, that's Prison Break. Uh, definitely be uh, watching the rest of that. Can I just say. Kyle, this is Jason. That pun was totally intended. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, it was totally potential. <laughs> All right, Kyle. All right, so let's uh, move on to the next show on the list, which is Trial and Error, uh, Season 1, Episode 7, The Case Gets Bigger, and Episode 8, A Change in Defense. <laughs> Just, uh, this, this whole show... I I still envision that down the road it would start to get repetitive and annoying, but right now it's just really funny. Uh, especially the like the selling of the shirts, <laughs> with the, with the, like the the they're just complete lack of getting it that they're trying to, that they're the they're the defense and that selling T-shirts with his face that say guilty. Probably not a good idea, but it was spelled correctly. Uh, but the, uh, <laughs> but, but the whole idea of what the, uh, you know, but then within that, the joke of the sizing, is <laughs> 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 uh, like, what are you wearing? And he pulls out, and he's like, I'm wearing a toddler, <laughs> uh, whatever. And so that was, you know. All that type of stuff. It's like a really long way to go for a joke, but it totally works. Yeah, I mean, I love how rapid fire, like, there's always some, like, while you're laughing at one joke, there's something else going on, like, especially with Sherry Shepard's character. Like, she doesn't miss a beat when it comes to anything. Like, they keep that that joke going with her not being able to see faces. You forget about it, and then, like, oh, yeah, and, like, they don't forget about it at all in the writing, like, and they keep it going. Uh, yeah, <laughs> or the inappropriate laughter, or 
Yeah, because you see the guy, like I completely forgot about that. Then you see the guy fall on the, and get killed off the roof, and then she just dies laughing. I was like, oh, yeah, that is how she would react. But yeah, I don't know, just uh, the whole uh, the whole thing of the, uh, you know, the prosecution attorney trying to befriend the daughter. Uh, I like the, the sign on the bench where it's like the uh, killer's daughter's seat reserves. <laughs> Yeah, it's all that. Uh... I also loved them all coming out of the office. And he's just like, <laughs> are there more people? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's late. Yeah, he's late for the meeting, and it turned out like, yeah, everybody was, everybody was there. Even people that he didn't think would be at the meeting were like in the meeting. Yeah, when he takes that one like last look, like in the door, like, is there anyone else in, <laughs> in here? Uh, but I like his. His always trying to, like, his, like, rationalizing, like, how everything's still <laughs> okay or or everything's working. Uh, I did like the thing about the, you know, like, his his boss telling him, you know, that uh, he's getting too friendly with the client. And he's like, oh, I don't, I don't think that's the case. And then he pops his head back in and is like, uh, tells him that uh, he's, he, he, He's given him a drawer at his place. <laughs> and he's like, okay, I can see it now. And then every conversation between him and uh, Jamie Mays' character. <laughs> those, oh my God, I love them so much. <laughs> those are the best. But then I also like the the random stuff with, uh, with him and the daughter. You know, there's some chemistry there too. Uh, especially like when... You know, stuff of, like, her doing the impersonation of the other attorney or or the various different things. Or in, I think, what was in this episode, she says something that she's like, no, that's not what I... Yeah, they insinuate that he, <laughs> she likes it. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of uh, interesting uh, reactions and things between those two as well. I... I like everything about the show, like, right now. Like, it's just... Yes, I absolutely love this show. I look forward to it every week. It's like how Amory feels about uh, Schitt's Creek. <laughs> she also feels that way about this show. Yeah. FYI. <laughs> uh, true, yeah. I just, I don't know. Every once in a while, there's that, that comedy that brings us all together. <laughs> well, especially when they throw in puns like he had an owl of eye. Like, and I, I was like, oh, that's a Jason joke. <laughs> but just uh, uh, various things like nobody ever thinking about the cable guy you know, that never uh, that never showed up, and uh, and then going and and investigating that and. The whole thing about the, we started getting so much sort of hate mail. I just stopped opening everything and just started throwing it out. So like, even if there is something uh, good in there, you never find it. I don't. Yeah, just uh, just so funny. And then, and then John Lithgow continues to be continues to be just great. Like uh, all the different things about uh, like when he throws the. You know, breaks another window, throwing something out the window. He did actually finally realize, oh, wait, that doesn't look good. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's starting to realize that what he does. And then the other is... one, like, trying to talk to the other guy, and he backs up and trips and falls off. And... 
And then you look up and he's he's the one standing up there and it looks like he pushed him off. This show could be called a series of unfortunate events. It just <laughs> uh, keeps happening for him. But yeah, that was, he's like, oh, that's not going to you know, to look good. But I like that they just put up uh, they just put up some more yellow tape <laughs> over over the new broken window, and that's all that's over the other broken window. Like nobody's nobody's boarded it up or anything. Like it's still just uh, wide open with just uh, some police tape across it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. So good. I was been wondering also like how since they had the odd, odd number of episodes and been playing them two a week. They're going to show episode 11 on a... It looks like they're going to show episode 11 on a Thursday. They're powerless. <laughs> and then uh, and then come back for 12 and 13 to finish it out on the the normal Tuesday slot. So, hmm. so get... Uh, I think we get... I think it's this week, too. So or we get uh, 9 and 10 on Tuesday and then 11 on Thursday and then 12 and 13 next Tuesday. So... Within the next eight days, it'll be uh, it'll be all finished. Aww. Yeah. I know. I, I, I'm, I'm so, I so want to see how it ends, but I'm also disappointed that it's going to end. I just <laughs> have been enjoying this so much. Well, hopefully it's been. Hopefully it's it it does all right, and and they'll uh, they'll pick it up for more. Uh, but with that, we'll move on to uh, the show that it'll be paired with, uh, Superstore. Or actually, actually, I think it's going to be. It's paired with Powerless, I think. Yeah, I think it's going to take over for Superstore, and it's going to play. It's going to play before before Powerless. So, so yeah, it'll be taking over for Superstore on Thursday for the one week. But uh, Superstore season two, episode eighteen, uh, Glenn's kids. And uh, so, uh, Ray, what are you? Uh, what are you thinking about Superstore these days? It's still on. I your mean, list, I still I love see. this store. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. This is one of the first things I watched in the week. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I watch a lot of my comedies first, but like this is one of the first ones I watch because I love it so much. I loved them setting the baby trap. Oh, that was my favorite part of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> when they're I loved, all... how... <laughs> I loved how it actually worked later on. Like I thought, okay, this is going to be it. Then later on, you just hear the bumping and you see the the bucket come around the corner. Like it worked. <laughs> I did love that it worked later. I also loved that she was totally like they were trying to trap her with candy and she's over there playing with jewelry. <laughs> and, they, and they use black licorice and they're like, who likes black licorice? <laughs> Not me. Yeah. No, Not me. I don't, I don't think many people do. And Somebody then, does because they, like, they sell it all over the place. But And then they were on like the thing like trying to talk like a baby and say, oh, we got candy for Bobby Sue. And then there was an Asian guy named Bob, Bobby Sue, S-U-H. And like he showed up and he's like, oh, I want my free candy. And they're like, no, even though your name's phonetically Bobby Sue, (laughs) you're not the one we were looking for. But yeah, I I really enjoyed this episode. Um, The the one thing that disturbed me was Teemer, like uh, his son, who's like always holding on to his pocket. It reminded me of having just watched Prison Break. I was thinking it was like Teabag or or someone in in prison uh, for Prison Break. That was a little disturbing. But otherwise, uh, I I did like how like uh, Amy like took one and pretended that like said that she was in love with um with Jonah and in order and like Jonah knew that she was just saying that to cover up for was she, um, though? 
Oh, I, I, yeah, but I, I mean, she did like, but he knew that was the purpose of her saying it aloud. Right. Like, it wasn't like a mis, uh, misunderstood thing, even though we know that the two of them like each other. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't. Right. I know it's not. And, and I also like Mateo just like totally like using the kids as like his sounding board and like totally missing the point. Like he's like, oh, yeah, there's like uh, like John, uh, John did this or Jeff did this, Jeff did that. And they're like, who's Jeff? He's like, you're right. There are so many Jeffs like just <laughs> completely <laughs> misunderstanding, <laughs> but also hearing what he wanted to hear. I just thought it was a, a great episode. I did love him taking advantage of this. <laughs> of uh, once he realized you guys can do it fast, like when they're trying to say, like, we could do it faster than that. <laughs> and then he uses them to uh, do all his chores for the rest of the <laughs> <laughs> So why aren't you watching Jason? Superstore? Yeah. I don't know. It just never fully grabbed it's me. never been like, to it. Like early... Early on, I've gone back and watched some episodes here and there, but I don't know. It just hasn't grabbed me to be like, oh, I need to add that to uh, to my list of uh, eight million shows. Uh, of weekly watching. You know, unlike something like Trial and Error that that did pretty much right from the, you know, the, the first episode, which is also an interesting thing with a comedy, because. That's that's one thing that's so interesting about trial and error is that it's so it's so well done like right from the start, you know, because they really because the the style of show that they're doing it's also like this weird, you know, murder mystery thing that ends with some reveal at the end of every episode like some drama type thing. But uh, so the plotting out of it had to be there like right from the. Uh, the beginning, but they they just really gelled like right right from the start, and uh, I don't know, it hit me right in the funny bone, I guess, uh, and not so much with the with Superstore, at least not enough to uh, you know to keep going. Plus, uh, all of your favorite character is my most annoying character on the show too, <laughs> so like <laughs> uh, that doesn't help on Superstore either. So mm. so yeah. So you're still, you're all still watching. Got to, was it a couple more episodes? Are they doing 20? Or are they doing more than that? Or are they doing a 22 or 24 or something with the season? I can't remember with how they ended up ordering things for uh, this season of the show. I don't know. I was trying to look it up quickly. I, but. I know. I can tell you were like trying to talk really slow so you could type and look it up. Because <laughs> so I could type in fast enough. 22 episodes. Damn it, he beat me. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so so four more. That seems, uh, that seems about right with the way they've been also messing around with the Thursday schedule or what have you. So, so all right. That'll do it for Superstore and also for uh, the uh, primetime segments. And we'll move on to the TV recommendation segment. And uh, Kyle, you've got a recommendation. I do. Uh, Silicon Valley Season 3 uh, comes out on Blu-ray and DVD this week. Um, and I think the new season starts up like 
next week or the week after sometime very soon yeah just another but, show that i need to watch like a handful of episodes to catch up with to start in on the new season but i mean i i recently rewatched it because they sent me the blu-ray for a review and like i just started watching and watched the entire 10 episodes straight through <laughs> like i just i just really enjoyed like i'd already seen it but i rewatched it and i really enjoyed it like it it's each episode ends with like a twist or a big reveal or something that immediately makes you want to see what happens next even though i already saw it i was still like just as invested the second time around but i just find it a really fun enjoyable show and highly and, rewatchable, apparently. And highly rewatchable. And I, I do, they did send me a copy to give away. So I have a giveaway going right now. And I'll add some kind of, uh, some kind of extra entry for TV Times 3 people. I don't know, some kind of pun based on the show. <laughs> <laughs> like, how about Buck Mana 3 or, uh, or, tried piper i I don't know (laughs) any 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 three related thing you want to put in the box something something in there but uh yeah we'll have a link we'll have a link to that in the show notes at tvtimes3.com slash 364 where you can find a link to that giveaway if you would like to watch and rewatch silicon valley season three on blu-ray how about you ray you've got uh You've got a couple of uh, podcast recommendations. I do. This is for fans of It's Always Sunny. The writer's panel is a podcast. It's the They don't have episode numbers, so it's the January 10th episode that has Charlie Day and Glenn Howerton in it. It's a really good episode. They're, it's obviously about writing, so they talk a little bit about how the show came to be and how they approach writing the show. That's the Nerdist one with the Ben Blacker? It is. So it's. I really recommend it if you're a fan of the show. Um, and then on the same note, episode 60 of Anna Ferris is Unqualified, has Charlie Day. And again, you don't necessarily have to listen to the callers part, which is the last quarter, I guess. Um, but the beginning part, they talk about um, It's Always Sunny and kind of um, where the ideas come from and stuff like that. So uh, it might also be interesting to fans of the show. Yeah, I would also the I, I like listening to the uh, the writers panel as well, and uh, within that, I would also recommend the Sean Ryan and Eric Eric Kripke episode if you're a Timeless fan. It was a good episode of listening to them talk about some of the things they didn't think through going into like what a show show like this meant uh, for things like uh, hey we need a whole different setting for <laughs> historical setting for each episode and what that would cost uh to do and various things but uh but yeah the writers panel is a is a good one to to check out uh, but uh, specifically that episode in addition to the one that Ray mentioned if you're into either of those shows so that'll do it for the uh, recommendations and uh as always you can find links uh, to those recommendations uh, as well as uh, the news stories we talked about and also the uh, giveaway Kyle has for Silicon Valley. All in the show notes at tvtimes3.com slash 364. And uh, next week, Amory will be back with me, and we should have, finally, for Listener Month, which was shortened to Listener Week, <laughs> <laughs> maybe have uh, a listener uh, next week. So since two wrote in, and so right now it's whoever responds back first. 
uh, that can uh, record next Monday will be on the podcast with us. But uh, thank you again, uh, Kyle and Ray, for talking some TV with me here on uh, episode 364. Anytime. Yep. 